0: Hi listeners, it's Cat here from Castagast. I just wanted to take a minute outside of the show to let you know about Alter Ego Empowerment Coaching. It's time to invest in your relationship with yourself. We all have a tendency to put other people or tasks first, but in doing so, we can sometimes neglect our relationship with ourselves. Let me be your advocate and show you a kinder, gentler way to treat the most important person in your life, yourself alter ego wellness offers life coaching to help you achieve the life you desire through interactive online coaching sessions we also offer online yoga and meditation classes if you think alter ego wellness may help you please feel free to contact me Catherine, at alter ego wellness at outlook.com or at alter ego well on instagram okay now back to our show
1: Hey folks, ooh, yeah, that's right, I know it, you know it, it's time for some true crime. Welcome to Castagast. We got some fucking murder, rape, and bullshit filth to tickle your fancy. We know you've been longing for it, you gotta hear about someone's bad fucking day, someone's bad fucking week, someone's bad fucking life. Here's what we got for you today. Here are the porn genres we have for you today. Not staying within church rules or guidelines. That's a good one. Eternal Mountain. Gladiator Tournaments. Rubber band around testicles. Ooh. Today we are discussing the Ant Hill Kids. I fucking hated this one, and I'm sure you're gonna hate it as well. So let's get into it. My name is John. And I am Kat, who's currently watching YouTube and not doing the morning dishes before we go to work. And this is Castagast.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: Hi, folks. My God. Holy cow.
0: Welcome back.
1: Welcome back. This is episode 69. 69, motherfucker. Yeah.
0: I didn't even realize you didn't Bend tell me that. Bend the
1: fuck over. Bend that shit over. Episode 69 is about to get in you. Get into one of your offices or two. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 69 is not a... No, It's, it's not a no milestone. fun
0: about 69. I don't no. know what all the hype is about.
1: I remember asking my dad because he grew up, he was born in 1945, a German immigrant, experienced a lot of racism growing up, you know, you fucking Nazi sort of thing. But I asked him like, geez, you, you were in the summer of love of 1969, you would have been 24 years old. And I asked him like, what did you do? Like, did you go to Woodstock? Like, what what did you get up to? That is
0: insane to think. That your father was 24 in 1969. That just blew my mind. And I was
1: expecting him to, like, say I was drunk in Mexico doing blow off a fucking...
0: Stripper's ass. Yeah.
1: You know, I was at Woodstock getting high and blown, like, just a lot of, like, you know, substance abuse and blowjobs. And he's like, I worked on a pig farm.
0: And And that comes with all kinds of other perks. (laughs) I
1: was like, so similar, similar experience.
0: My father was born in 1941, a Portuguese immigrant, since now that you guys are getting our backstories.
1: And what kind of racism did he enjoy when he came over? Did he
0: enjoy? I don't know. He's never spoken of it, but I don't know if he's ever experienced racism
1: yeah, my dad was very bitter about mm-hmm. the racism he experienced.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, he experienced, uh, like, negativity towards him learning the language. Like, you know, people who didn't have patience for a man learning the language. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he fought in a war, so he could he could handle it.
1: <laughs> he had a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He had a thick skin. He does. Anyways, what the fuck? Why would we bring this up? Oh, since 69. Well, whatever. <laughs> Let's just get on with the fucking show.
0: Why don't you give us our disclaimer, please, for the love of God, do all of us a favor. All the comments that are like, God, there's John's- no comments.
1: There's no fucking comments. There's Cue- comments. From there's me. no, there's no comments. There's
0: comments from me.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll do the disclaimer. Cue the fucking music. Hey, folks. We here at Castagast have a lighter touch to true crime. The lightest touch you could possibly imagine. We are like that index finger and thumb just grabbing that 7-inch long coarse boob hair just off the edge of your nipple and twirling it around and then plucking it off the C-cup breast of a man named Bubba who lives in his basement and watches reruns of Friends and Sex and the City while masturbating vigorously. And the reason... <laughs> so just, uh, just to confirm, we are the finger pulling the hair of true crime off the Booba of podcasts.
0: Whose name is Bubba. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Randall. Any of those names will <laughs> <of> work. <laughs> and the reason we have to have this air of levity is because true crime sucks. It always has and always will. Don't fool yourself. And we need to go to work and make money and we can't be riddled with these thoughts that float around in our heads about the subject matter that we cover. So if you are not a fan of ridiculing, belittling, and insulting murders, rapists and their fucking families that created them and all the sons of bitches, all the bastards who made it easier for them to do what they did, if you don't like that, you're a clown and a fool and a moron and you probably are concerned about a climate crisis (laughs) you fucking idiots for the rest of you you're cultured intellectual and you're not afraid of gluten and we welcome you to this podcast we're not political we're just talking about true crime and normal things and so sit back relax and other euphemisms and let's get right pissed as we get pissed off best of luck good luck
0: this is why I want us to maybe start video recording our podcast. John does do uh, hand gestures as he does these disclaimers. He plucks at invisible hairs around the nipple and all sorts of things. So it's great fun being beside him. Second thing.
1: It's a, it's kind of like, have you ever watched, my mom is a hand talker. I am too. And, and you know, because she's a boomer, she's always on the fucking phone. <laughs> And it's the silliest thing. It's like watching a real bad mime get really angry about you know conservatives and another stupid bullshit.
0: I'm a I'm a hand talker too. Yeah, Wouldn't but you, you say but you're, but you're my you're a, husband.
1: But you're a millennial. You don't. You're not on the phone. You're on MSN.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> ICQ and MySpace. You know.
1: All right. Who gives a fuck? Okay. Who gives a shit? Let's get on with the goddamn show.
0: Despite me being Canadian, I speak terrible French, so bear with me as I spit through these names: Roch, Roch, Roch.
1: There is no French name that has that. Roque. Yeah. So they, it would have a roll. I think so it would have a roll of the R. Roch. <laughs> I don't know. His it, name is Roach Thoralt. <laughs> this is the bad guy, right? Yeah. So we just call him Roach.
0: Okay. Who his- gives a
1: fuck how to pronounce Roach. It's R-O-C-H. <laughs> Roach as in the bug, as in the vermin. Okay,
0: his name is Roch Theroux. Roach. Ro- I will say Roach, but just so if anyone wants to Google him. and Roch
1: Theroux. It's Roch Theroux. My name is Roch Theroux. <laughs> I smoke the <this> cigarette <laughs> and I fuck the bitch.
0: Okay, let's let's finally get on with this episode. So Roch Theroux was born May 16th, 1947.
1: Oh, 1947? Boomer alert. Fuck these boomers. Fuck these yuppies. And fuck everybody now that I think of it. Stupid boomers.
0: Is that Saguenay?
1: Saguenay. Saguenay. You have to say things with a little bit of like you just smelled something bad, like Saguenay.
0: In Saguenay, Quebec.
1: Quebec.
0: Quebec. (laughs) If we have any listeners left by the (laughs) end of this episode, to Pierrette and Hyacinth Theroux.
1: Pierrette? Hyacinth? I know. Isn't hyacinth to- like a flower? Yeah,
0: it is. Uh-huh. To Pierre and Hyacinth, Thero, Roach would make claims that his father was abusive towards him when growing up, but these claims were shut down by his older brother. It's unknown if there is any truth to the abuse.
1: Yeah, his brother's like, shut the fuck up. You had a perfectly fine... There was always this, the correct number of candles on your birthday <laughs> cakes, you fucking idiot.
0: Roach was considered extremely intelligent, but would drop out of school in the seventh grade.
1: Is That seems like a common theme yeah. with these pieces of shit. Like, they were so intelligent. Well, they were so intelligent. Why did they get fucking caught?
0: Yeah, like the case... Why that, did they
1: become shit-ass criminals?
0: Yeah, like the guy that locked all those women up in his basement that we just covered, he had like a IQ of like 180 or something like that. I feel that. like
1: this is just some bullshit that people like saying about criminals. They were so intelligent. I don't know. Like we should be inspired. Ted Bundy
0: was considered highly intelligent.
1: But they always
0: say that. So maybe there's Uh, truth to it.
1: No, I don't believe it. I think it's horse shit.
0: When he was 13, he became obsessed with the Old Testament of the Holy Bible. Well,
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not like, it's not like he was interested in Judaism. You know, it's like, no. He wanted some Old Testament storylines in his life
0: he was convinced that the wars of good and evil were near oh no and that the world was going to come to an end he converted from catholicism to seventh day adventist church
1: no i I don't agree with (laughs) churches that have like that many names i know
0: it's a protestant christian church of course he quickly converted to their way of life no unhealthy foods no tobacco no drugs No alcohol.
1: No fun. Yeah, I know. What do you get to enjoy? I like knitting (laughs) and reading about Cain and Abel. And granola. (laughs) Jesus, fuck.
0: Roach would hold seminars for the church to gain new members, but while doing this, he had decided to start his own group.
1: What? Like, he... You could just, for the Seventh Day Adventists. you can just be like, hey, I'm a priest today. I'm going to hold my own seminar.
0: No, no. So, what he did is he would hold seminars to gather new members, like in, oh, in like public squares. Like a or like yeah, missionary. Exactly. But he, I guess, realized he had high charisma. He decided, hey, I'm awfully good at this. Maybe I can start my own thing.
1: No, yeah. don't do that.
0: So, he started the Ant Hill Kids. What? They wouldn't, he wouldn't give.
1: I just picture like a bunch of like slightly chubby kids. (laughs) No, they weren't children. Hanging around like a, like a dust bowl kind of (laughs) fucking town. Being like, hey Jerry, I bet you $20 you sit on that anthill. And he's like, okay. And he sits on an anthill and gets a bite in his rectum.
0: So he didn't give them that name until later in the story. So I'm just, I'm just titling it now. Um, But he named them that for their ant like work ethic. Okay, and he would use his likable personality to convince people to quit their jobs, leave their families, and join the Ant Hill Kids.
1: It sounds like he preyed on idiots. Effectively, that engaging in a conversation about boosters. Ah!
0: Who the fuck? Waco? Who the fuck? Waco did that, but most of them brought their families. So, but those who whose families didn't agree, they would just up and leave. And the the uh, Jonesboro. They love their families too.
1: That is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Who who does this shit?
0: In nineteen seventy-seven, Roach started going by the name Moses. What? He and the Ant Hill kids lived in their own commune in Saint Marie, Quebec. At this commune, people would be able to listen to Roach give his speeches, live free of sin, and in unity and equality. During their time there, they would be kicked out of the Seventh-day Adventist church for not staying within the church's rules and guidelines.
1: Oh, (laughs) you're out.
0: Despite not taking part in drugs and alcohol before, Roach had now developed a drinking problem and imposed harsher rules on his cult followers.
1: That's always good. If you want to live free of sin, you want to live good, have a drinking problem. (laughs) You're a natural leader. Have a drinking problem. (laughs)
0: He became a dictator, not allowing his followers to speak to each other without him present, and they could not engage in sexual activity without his permission.
1: What are these rules? These people are like, I left my job. I was working at Indigo. (laughs) I was really proud of how I was displaying the books on the shelf. I was working at Home Hardware. I was at Canadian Tire. I was a very happy receptionist with a family of three and now I am not allowed to have sex or talk to people without the consent of Moses, <laughs> who is currently finishing his second bottle of Jack. There is no freedom without the law. What hey, the hell is hey, right this? No, two. no, hey, they bro- broke the rule! Back. the unwritten
0: rules. He would punish them if they didn't seem devoted enough by beating them with belts or hammers. He would also restrain them by suspending them from the ceiling and would pluck out their body hairs one at a time.
1: What? Pluck out their body? In, what is this? Who can these people just leave? Like, did he have guards? Well, like,
0: just you wait. Whoa! Fuck. In 1979, Roach was convinced the end was coming in February. So February of 1979.
1: Of he, course, it's in 1979.
0: <laughs> he packed up his followers, which consisted of nine women, four men, and four children, and he moved them to the internal mountain, which was located in Saint Jacques, Quebec. While there, the whole month of February came and went without any event.
1: Yep, it would.
0: Roach explained this away, stating that the Israelite and Roman Catholic calendar follow different time
1: zones. Different time (laughs) zones. (laughs) This sounds like the kind of fucking bullshit that comes out of Greta Thunberg Uh, and every other climate crisis advocate. Oh my God, the world's going to end. Yet you all come to us young people for hope how dare you i don't remember asking you a goddamn thing the
0: followers had built log cabins and had settled at eternal mountain roach then married all of the women within the commune and between the nine female followers he had 20 children with them
1: oh my god holy shit
0: roach's insane behavior grew stronger he started inflicting terrible abuse on his followers and performing medical procedures that he had no business attempting. What do you mean medical procedures? We'll get there. We'll get there.
1: It's like open heart surgery no, today. We'll just... <laughs> it's a Tuesday. Open heart Tuesdays. In
0: 1981, two-year-old Samuel Gilgare was struggling to pee. He was two. So Roach had sliced open his what? penis. Oh
1: my God. What is this? Where is this kid's parents?
0: Obviously, the child was completely inconsolable due to the pain and shock of the oh surgery. Oh, my God. So, Roach had ordered his follower, Guy Veer, or Guy, to beat Samuel. Samuel would die from this punishment. The so,
1: he cut open a kid's penis and then beat him. Yeah. Or- or- Order ordered, a- ordered a guy named Guy to beat him. Like. this. <laughs> I'm hating this story.
0: The followers then set Samuel's body on fire to conceal any evidence. Roach then punished Guy for beating the boy and cut off Guy's penis.
1: But he ordered Guy to beat the boy. I think
0: like beating him to death. Roach, but like
1: you're beating a two year old. I know. When you beat a two year old, it almost always ends up in death. I know. One punch and you could kill a two year old.
0: So. He cut off Guy's penis. Roach ordered the commune to say, if ever asked, that Guy was trampled by a horse. What? Police had arrived at the commune shortly after the incident with Guy, Veer, and Samuel and discovered his burnt remains. They were all immediately arrested and charged with negligence causing bodily harm. That's it? After, well, yeah, so if they went with the story of being trampled by a horse, they were just charged for not disposing of the this or is, reporting it this, i guess
1: this story sucks
0: after they all served their time and were released they moved their commune to burnt river ontario
1: who the fuck names a river burnt
0: <laughs> some followers left while being released from prison but most stayed faithful to moses what the commune would sell baked goods smoked fish and maple syrup to
1: support any financial needs can you imagine someone trying to recruit someone hey Do you like selling baked goods? Do you like smoking fish? fish. Do you like maple syrup? Do you like cutting off penises? Well, have I got
0: the place for you? Yeah,
1: let's have some fun. (laughs) Welcome to Ant Hill. (laughs) (laughs) On Burnt River. (laughs) Jesus, holy fuck. Roach,
0: as if even possible, grew crueler. He would hold gladiator-style
1: tournaments. What? What is this?
0: I know forcing his followers to fight one another.
1: This is fucking stupid.
0: He would beat them and defecate on them. One particular time, he forced his followers to break their own legs with sledgehammers to prove their devotion to him.
1: Who are these fucking sheep?
0: They would be forced to cut off toes, smear feces on each other, shoot each other, and sit on hot stoves.
1: These were once people who went to school and learned about history. They probably worked at a gas station. Maybe they were like a a Dairy Queen attendant. And now they're fucking in Gladiator tournaments pooping on each other. (laughs) God. This is so stupid. It is incredible how fucking sheep-like people are.
0: He would also force them to eat their own feces and would sexually abuse his followers. There were now 26 children within the commune.
1: But only 13 penises. (laughs)
0: and they were not free from his torturing behaviors either children would be nailed to trees while others what w- children would be nailed to trees while others were forced to throw rocks they would be sexually assaulted and whipped naked
1: During- i don't i don't fucking get this who watches this who takes part in this and is like oh this is a this is a typical Wednesday.
0: During a blizzardy winter day, one of the female followers put her baby outside. She reportedly did this to keep it safe from roaches' abuse. However, the baby would die from being outside in the cold weather. Yeah,
1: you live in fucking Canada. <laughs> this death... Oh my God, this is terrible. Where do you hear this story? I'm sorry. Can I get
0: through a sentence without a... a... <laughs>
1: I just fucking hate this. Like, there's so many of them. They all could be like, well, fuck Roach, enough of this. Like, clearly someone's like, I don't want my kid to be fucked. I'd rather them, you know, freeze to death in the Arctic. This
0: death led to 14 children being removed from the commune and placed in foster homes in 1987. With the children gone, Roach had grown even more vicious. One particular day, he had put a rubber band around the testicles of a follower. They had become so swollen and affected that he ended up removing a testicle and cauterizing it with an
1: iron. Are you kidding me? Like someone just sat around, oh okay, I get I get like an elastic band around my fucking balls. Is that the same elastic band that held our broccoli together that we got from the supermarket? I'll just sit here and watch it go blue. Like this is so I'm, stupid. All of them could just get together and be like, enough of roach. And, I then, know, and then just I know. and just punch him. Each one of them <laughs> just just punch him until he stops moving. <laughs>
0: In 1988, Solange Boylard had been complaining about pains in her stomach. That night, Roach disrobed her and forced the others to hold her down on the kitchen table. He stuck a tube in her rectum and gave her an enema with molasses and olive oil. Oh, my God. He punched her in the stomach and then made an incision in her stomach and removed some of her intestines with his own hands. He shoved everything back in and then stitched her up. She died the next day.
1: Oh my god, I can't believe it took to the next day. Holy fuck.
0: After Solange's death, he believed that he could bring her back from the dead, that he could resurrect her. What is
1: he, a fucking warlock now? Like, this is, he this ha- is so fucking ridiculous.
0: He had the followers remove her uterus and saw open part of her skull so he could ejaculate into her brain. No, I, no I, I,
1: comment for that. I have no... <laughs> god. I have no words. How about new? You crazy Dutch bastard.
0: This would, he was convinced this would bring her back to life. Can, Can you we,
1: imagine though if that was something that, like <laughs> that's how you bring people back to life? Like,
0: she was not brought back to life. And, no. And she was buried on the property. Not before having a portion of her rib removed that he would wear around his neck.
1: Like with like hemp rope? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like a necklace. Like like yeah. what kind of necklace goes with a fucking rib of a dead woman. I know. You know, mm, I think Sterling Silver <laughs> Chain Link would be nice. Bought it at Ardeen's.
0: Gabrielle Lavalle started complaining about a toothache in November of 88. Why would so, you complain about I was just anything? Say, for, I to say, after Solange, I would keep any pain to my fucking self.
1: Yeah. Don't say you have a headache. Oh, I don't have a hemorrhoid. No, <laughs> I, I am perfectly fine. I don't have a hangnail.
0: So, Gabrielle Lavalle, she started complaining about a toothache in, no, in November of 88. He ripped out her tooth with pliers and then chased her around the commune with a knife slicing one of the tendons in her hand. Oh, Jesus. By July, she would have this hand impaled because she was complaining that it was stiff due to its previous injury. But Roach didn't stop there. He then decided that the whole arm needed to be amputated. He chopped her arm off with a meat cleaver, left her in agony for the rest of the night before stitching up the stump of her arm the next day. August 16, 1989, Gabrielle Lavallee was able to escape. She hitchhiked to Toronto to a hospital. It was there that she shared with everyone the evil happening on the commune. Gabrielle's total injuries were burns to her genitals, a broken hypodermic needle in her back. Eight teeth were removed. Parts of her breast were sliced oh off.
1: my God.
0: Blunt trauma to her head and the amputation of her arm. Gabrielle's escape led to the bust on the Ant Hill Kids Commune. He was first charged with three counts of aggravated assault and one count of unlawfully causing bodily harm. He was sentenced to 12 years in prison.
1: Oh my God, That no, please say there's more.
0: But one of the followers came forward with the location of Solange Boylard's body. Roach pleaded guilty for her murder and was sentenced to life in prison without the change of parole until the year 2000. By 2011, Roach still had not made parole and would be stabbed to death on February 26, 2011 by his cellmate.
1: Please tell me the cellmate got the order of Canada. (laughs) I hope it was a slow fucking stabbing. I hope it was like, you know, the kind of stabbing where it takes three seconds to go in and out.
0: Oh, God. You know, in a twist. He was stabbed in the neck with a shiv. The cellmate, Matthew McDonald, then walked to the guard's office, handed them the shiv, and said, quote, that piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. I've sliced him up. End quote.
1: That is fucking <laughs> phenomenal. Thank you, Matthew McDonald. <laughs> Roach was... What a tremendous... What? I don't know why he was in prison. <laughs> he probably deserves to be there, but by God, that was a good thing he did.
0: Roach was 63 years old, and that is the end of... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holy fuck. Fuck. I like, why did I have to hear that today? It's a Friday. And that's what... that is the fat piece of bearded <laughs> shit.
0: He looks like a cult leader, though, doesn't he?
1: Isn't it incredible how cult leaders can grow beards that thick?
0: Mm hmm. And these are some of the members.
1: I can't believe some of them are smiling for the picture. What the fuck? Oh, we're all happy to be here. Oh, they're kissing him. Is he wearing a fucking turban?
0: <laughs> yeah, the two women that are kissing him on the cheek are Solange and. Gabrielle.
1: Oh, my God. How <laughs> fucking charismatic can you possibly be? Like, sometimes... Like, it you, makes you, me
0: wonder, like, maybe they were under some sort of influence. Like, if he was, like, drugging them or something.
1: I was about to say, the guy made a deal with the devil. Like, like... Mm. People cannot be this fucking stupid. And I know we went through the pandemic and there was a lot of fucking stupidity and I'm seeing more of it now. But this is just beyond stupid. Just like taking part in this shit and be like, oh, this is a good day.
0: But it it brings back into question like the, the theory of group mentality because we have covered a number of cases where like whole groups of people agree to murder one person like look at seth jackson was that his name seth yeah seth jackson the um 15 year old boy that was murdered by five teenagers yeah or you know like it, it just makes you wonder like how a whole entire group of people who have never even like have never even shoplifted before can all agree to murder someone
1: oh that's fucking gross
0: so then it makes you think if they can do that can the group mentality come into play with this like people long to feel part of a community and you brought up the pandemic like regardless of where you stand politically on that there was very much group mentality on both sides with that
1: yeah it's just one side was not fucking stupid
0: (laughs) right i agree but i'm just saying like look how willing people were to be like well you know what you don't deserve a hospital bed if you decide to get If you don't decide to get vaccinated, like Jimmy Kimmel on air said that
1: that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack. Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo. Rest in peace, Wheezy. Fuck you.
0: Yeah, that's my message for you. Fuck you and kiss my ass. He said that on air that fuck you if you don't get vaccinated. And that was accepted. People in the audience laughed at that. There's that group mentality.
1: And it's also pretty surprising that anyone laughs at Jimmy Kimmel, the (laughs) unfunny, (laughs) stupid fuck. Did any of them get... Prison time, too, for just consenting to this crap and helping him?
0: No, I don't know. I don't think so.
1: I'm glad he got fucking stuff. But a
0: lot of the children are, like, around our age now. Like, they were taken in 1987, and some of them are young children, so they're only a few years
1: different. God, that's different. Fun. So
0: it's crazy to think that there's people our age that lived under this man's influence.
1: His Like, he has such a thick beard. <laughs> his face looks like Kathy Bates' vagina.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I love how like he has so much hair, and, but his all his hair is like you know what? Let's leave room for a solar panel. <laughs> this fucking goddamn dome of a brain. Look at that veins popping out of his head, and the, you know what's the greatest part? How unkempt all his hair looks. Like he looks like he could hide like super like tons of sandwiches and a rib bone under that and beard. A bird's nest. But, but his eyebrows are pretty good. You know, like he doesn't have the crazy wild eyebrows. Like my grandfather, his eyebrows like reached for the sky (laughs) in every direction. (laughs) He looks like someone who tastes soup three days later.
0: Ew.
1: In in his (laughs) mouth all the time. Every day he's like, that was good beef barley I had the other day. Or Or French onion soup, I guess.
0: Gross.
1: Can you imagine the hair under him? Like yeah. under that beard,
0: yeah, he has a hairy back and chest for sure.
1: He probably has like the kind of he looks like the kind of guy where like the hair from his beard travels down mm-hmm. his front in one continuous long line, spirals around his fucking miniature micro penis, yeah. up his chode, up his crack, <laughs> up his lower back, yeah. up his shoulder blades, and then connects to the back of his neck just like a loop of hair. Yeah. Coarse dark fucking hair. Yeah. He looks like the kind of guy who has breasts <laughs> and every so often they lactate.
0: Ugh. Oh, oh, that turned my stomach.
1: He looks like the kind of guy who probably flosses his teeth like with a pluck of his beard hair
0: that or like you know he had like a thread out of his flannel shirt and (laughs) uses that to floss his teeth
1: he looks like the kind of guy who has like a real bulbous mole like next to his belly button and he picks at it
0: oh my god
1: he looks like the kind of guy who has a cheerio always (laughs) in his belly button you know (laughs) and he never eats cheerios But there's always something that's circular and seems like it's a grain, but it's slightly soggy and gray sitting in his belly button and he eats it and he thinks it tastes like a Cheerio, but he hasn't had Cheerios in ages. Oh my God. I'm trying to say he's ugly and he's a fuck ass and I'm glad he got stabbed to death.
0: We don't endorse violence here on the cast of gas. I'm glad
1: glad he's fucking dead. (laughs) I said what I said. I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's out of this world. All right, let's listen to the glorious musings of Joseph Robert Briggs. The best ally you can have in breaking up a street fight is a grandmother.
0: Mm. I wonder what movie that was, uh, he was talking about.
1: I don't know. Like maybe my one grandmother, you know. (laughs) Being a, an immigrant herself from the old country. She was, like, riddled with dementia. Like, when near, she was near, Like, nearing a century years old. And she was still on the roof of her house, shoveling snow off her roof.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my... In,
1: like, you know, those old Eastern European mm-hmm. healed clogged boots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, my grandmother... Well, my... Biological grandmother, my dad's mom, died when he was 16, so I obviously never met her. But uh, his stepmom, which was my grandmother, was like a firecracker. Just picture, like, an old Portuguese woman with the gray bun at the nape of her neck. But in Portugal, it's very old school, but once the husband dies, the women wear black for the rest of their lives. They're always in mourning. So she would always wear like this black t-shirt dress. t like, Yeah, like it was, it was like a black skirt with like a collared black blouse. And she would always wear that. But she had like terrible eyesight. And when she tried changing the channel of her TV, she would have to like touch her nose to the TV to be able to see Oh my God. But when my dad and brother were in Portugal a few years ago, they were, like, a mile away at a cafe. And she came out on the balcony and saw them and, like, yelled their names and waved at them. And my brother's like, what the fuck? Like, she can't see a thing, but she can see us a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Jeremy, Jack. <laughs> <So> yelling. <yeah, like, laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
1: and, like, there's, like, a fat baker on, like, yeah. the street. Jerry is back. He's back. <laughs> confetti is flying. You know, little girls and little boys oh like in, in like high pants and little skirts go running. Daddy I'm back. <laughs> Bonjour.
0: Bonjour. 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 <laughs> but yeah, she was very old and she lived to be very old too, but she was uh very much like your grandmother that was like still very independent doing hard work. And in and in Portugal like there's where they live, it's a very small town. There's no big grocery store. It's small little market stands, and she would go every day with her cart and
1: oh my fill God. up on
0: what you need for the day, and off you know, awesome. go. Yeah. Anyways,
1: that's incredible. <laughs> we
0: uh we really went back in time today.
1: <laughs> yeah, my grandmother did not go easy into that good night. She was so rilled with fucking dementia. Aww. She thought my dad was her sister. Like. <laughs> 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 by god she still got up on that roof
0: yeah she that's... knew
1: she knew the timely tradition of of shoveling snow off one sloped roof
0: <laughs> so she had dementia and still lived on her own yeah <gasps> oh my yeah that's
1: yeah she, she could still cook with like a vat of lard <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, man her pancakes part. tasted great
0: though. yeah it's all that high high fat. and.
1: I was still young when they put her in a home. And now, now that I think about it, it was shortly after we had like one Christmas and she like like undercooked like the bread pudding or mm-hmm. something like that. And my parents were like, all right, that's it. She can't fucking cook anymore. What's the point? <laughs> put her in the fucking home. I, I feel like that was their reasoning. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> we're not
1: getting any more traditional <laughs> old German Ukrainian Russian meals. Send, her, send to, her packing. Send
0: her to the home.
1: Not that she was pooping herself every so often <laughs> that there was puddles in places, but nah she can't cook for us anymore. We yeah. might as well get rid of her.
0: Yeah, the time has come. Where's the
1: corner? Yeah. There's a nurse. <laughs> okay. Well thanks for sticking around for that Good long. Yeah.
0: Be sure to check out our bloopers at yeah. the outro after the outro music.
1: Yeah, best best of luck. Uh you probably finished your drink twice over by now, mm-hmm. so
0: yeah, we Drive will. home
1: safe is what I'm trying to say. I'm
0: sure we'll have a good drinking game in the show notes for this one. So be sure to imbibe.
1: Good luck. Bye now.
0: Goodbye. You can check us out on YouTube at Katam Concoction.
1: That's C-A-T-A-M-C-O-N-C-O-C-T-I-O-N.
0: <laughs> and on Instagram at cast underscore aghast.
1: Remember, there's a silent H. So sit back, relax, another euphem. So sit back, relax, and uh, another euphem.
0: Roach was considered extremely intelligent, but would drop out of school.
1: <coughs> they always say that about.
0: I'm gonna start over. You rolled high on charisma. <laughs> okay.
1: Sure. In the RPG of life.
0: <laughs> oh god, cut that out. Ugh.
1: Um. Different <laughs> type. Yo- uh, jokes, jokes. Oh, who fucking cares?
0: In 1981, two-year-old Samuel Gilgare...
1: God, why didn't you look up how to pronounce <laughs> these goddamn words?
0: Roach ordered the commune to say, if ever asked, that Guy Veer was tramp. Oh, sorry. Uh, Samuel apologized to me. They had become so swollen and infected that that, that he-, he was first charged with three counts of aggravated assault and one count of unlawfully ca- caused.
1: It's okay. Try again. That was good, good barley brief. (laughs) That that was good. (laughs) Beef barley. The best ally you can have is breaking up a street fight. Though the best ally, fuck off.